All right, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while, but we're glad that you're back. We're glad that we're back tonight. It's just going to be Yadiel, Isaiah, and I, but we're hyped. We have a lot of stuff to talk Show about. Show it in your voice. We're hyped. We're hyped. We're hyped. We're hyped. We're hyped. We, are, uh... we got a lot of shit to talk about. It's an important time, as y'all know. You know, elections are right around the corner, and we're going to be spending most of our time talking about it because, you know, it's important. So, yep. how are you guys doing today? I'm good. I've been chilling out, studying, working, thinking yep. a lot. Loki, I don't know. I, I kind of, I think I've been thinking more in this time than I have been actually thinking like in my last year of college. I don't know. All this stuff going on that you're kind of just picking up in the news and on social media and with family talks and stuff like that. It's just like my brain's been going crazy thinking about all the stuff that could possibly happen and what what's happening in general. So that's been me. To hear. What about you, Jerio? Bro, I'm, I'm chilling, you know. I wake up, study. So I'm done studying. I look at the disarray that's happening in the country, and I just think, just like I say, I just, I just be thinking about what's gonna happen, what the future's looking like, what's gonna, what's gonna be happening, and uh, just trying to see, cause a lot of the stuff that I'm studying or what I'm trying to do is what I'm studying in the future of law school intertwines with what's going on in the future. So for me, it's yeah. trying to stay observant and trying to acknowledge everything that's going on and learn but also not be over since i mean over, like not spending so much time to the point where it's like i'm like dang the future is like or being so pessimistic from over analyzing things trying to avoid that yeah. as well. just like it makes everything feel great yeah yeah, yeah. so i want to be i want to feel i want to feel like i'm informed and know what's going on and also be able to pre- or predict what's going on in the future but also keep myself optimistic which i think is like the most important thing I agree. I mean, honestly, though, it's it's not um, strange that we're all in this mental state where we're, we're thinking a lot because, like, we're, we're in this point in our lives where we're transitioning, where, you know, we're, we're done with college, we're done with that, with that way of life, and we're trying to figure out what we're going to do and where we're going to go. And then on top of that, they just threw a bunch of shit of what's going on right now you know, with the elections and the pandemic and all that. So... Yeah, we're all in the same boat. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. But speaking about the election, um, I just wanted to open up the the conversation with any general comments, thoughts, ideas you guys have had in your mind or that you've been talking about with with your friends or family. Just uh, what are y'all thinking right now? What's your your consensus? I have a prediction. Yeah. What you got? Oh wait, no, 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 wait, wait, let's save it because I, okay, I want to okay. have a prediction section. Okay. I think this is going to be a very drawn out uh, process. That's without trying to spoil my prediction for later, but. Yeah. I was like, bro, you said no, you just gave your prediction right there. What you talking no, about? No, but that's not, that, that that's not a very like, if, when I go to detail, it's not going to, like just saying it's drawn out, it's not going to be enough. It's like a, to explain like the a whole teaser. Thing. Yeah, it's a teaser of what I think is going to happen. I don't know. I just, I mean, me and my family, it's, it's a lot of thinking going on about just like politics in general and how, how important, you know, like politicians are always like the other candidate is going to destroy America, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hidden different. This, this, this uh, election cycle. So we've been thinking a lot about stuff like that, actually to the point of like moving out of the United States 
not because we're anti-america or anything but it's just been a thought because i mean safety first and all that stuff and it's not like yeah. a joke like oh nothing could ever happen but hey you could avoid future stuff but just 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 thoughts just thoughts i mean it's true that's what my parents did whenever chavez won in venezuela like they, they knew exactly what could happen and they started thinking about you know if we're gonna get out we gotta know uh what our plan is and where we're gonna go and all that and you yeah, know the misconception that like oh you're leaving you abandoned like it's not even yeah. like that like there's a current situation it's not the best for us right now we're gonna take some time off and hey if it, if it gets better we come back but it's not like even when uh trump had that little that little ceremony for the the people who just got there um remember when trump had his uh at the rnc he had his little thing where he had like a crayon box of different people like from every different part of the world getting their american citizenship yeah. and no and then one of the things that was said was talking about like denouncing any other country like now you're american i thought that was weird i guess it makes sense because like now you're american that's like first and foremost but i just don't think about it that way it's just like you can be no, american, i think that's like, terrible yeah, my parents would be like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back to Uganda at some point. Their co-workers are just like, really? Like, you're going to go back to Africa? Like, yes. Like, that's home. So, yeah, I just, find, I just find it a little bit interesting. It is, honestly. I mean, and like you said, it's not like a anti-American thing. It's just literally thinking about your own situation and thinking about what could happen. Yeah, because right? if Biden wins, he's going to turn the country into Venezuela. We all know that. You know, yeah, of course. it's a fact. <laughs> uh, he's, just, he's, he's a Marxist communist, and he's gonna ruin the country. <laughs> that's how you feeling? That's course. crazy. Who's the third candidate? You know, there's always like, like, oh, Kanye. I forgot, dude. We oh, still have hope. Wow, yeah. him, we still he, have hope. This man said, "Look, I'm doing good in the poll," and he put P O L E. I don't want no man <laughs> that can't spell polls for voting to be. Dude, what do you expect? His wife is Kim Kardashian. That's all the polls. She's a want. lawyer. Be respectful. She's a lawyer. Okay. Wow, that's different. Man said P O L E. <laughs> P O L E. Okay. Okay. Nah, I mean Trump. Did no, the, the thing, thing is, I kind of watched. Thing. I watched his uh his video. He's like the campaign ad, and it's hilarious because he thinks he's the first person to ever uh conceived the idea of a theocracy because he said if we're going to rule under god's law under god yeah he think he and i'm like it. bro i'm like oh damn this man thought he, he never heard about theocracy he's like okay bro, i'm the niggas, first one to invent this ah niggas ah. in iran like okay i mean that's nice though but we I live mean, in it they can't even they probably can't see it that's <laughs> that's true <laughs> okay that's true that's true the officials we gotta the keep the dream alive you gotta come nah, to publicity bro. Kanye needing publicity, that's crazy. Yeah, he's publicity. <laughs> that's true, he is publicity. Yes, he, he always wants to stay relevant for whatever's going on, and an election isn't like beneath him. Nothing is beneath him, dude. It's Kanye. I, I just can't for wait for. I, what I'm saying, though, is it's going to be interesting. Like, in 20 years, when his kids are like little Kanye's and like they're a little bit cool. <laughs> Like they're good looking because they got Kim in them, but then they're also crazy because Kanye is in them. So it's, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting if we're even still alive at that point. I don't know. In twenty years, dude. Yeah, anything could happen, man. I just I before this podcast, I just came out straight off of a white supremacy uh, bomb threat 
special, so we might be dying. I don't know. Oh, you was watching like, oh, they getting it in over there. About, yes, bro. I watch some crazy stuff. I watch some crazy stuff, but some of these white supremacists, they, they do their little thing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, they don't get to finish their little things, so we'll yeah. see. I was going to say, so obviously, seeing, seeing how everything is um, developing when you're here in D.C., you know, it's a little different. Um, I have to say, dude, like the polarization aspect is worse than I originally thought because I came in with the expectation of like, okay, you're going to walk around government buildings with like legitimate high-ranking politicians that are supposed to, you know, like if you meet them in person, if you see how they work, you're supposed to take care of that stereotype where, you know, Republicans and Democrats hate each other and they can't see each other in the hallways without like just throwing hands like immediately on site. But after being there for about a month and a half, I'm like, shit, dude, there's actually a lot of, a lot of division and, and just extreme polarization. It's, what do you think was going to happen? I don't know. I thought it was gonna be better. It's not. You see, you see the the like how other like foreign countries behave. How there's like corruption. How there's like bickering. How there's even in parliaments people will start actually fighting and then doing Michael Jackson dance moves on top of like the the tables. You think that's like a foreign like thing, but the thing is, the corruption and all the other like the decay of bureaucracy is more apparent there in terms of it's more upfront. But well, here it happens, but now we're we're more shocked because it's being more, it's shown more, but it's always been prevalent, uh, like prevalent in our society. It's just more front, in my opinion. No, no, it's, it's gotten worse. I think it's, it's gotten like- worse, but it's it's also it's like it's gotten worse, but it's also we see we see we see it more because now there's people can share their opinions uh through social media or any type of media oh, okay. available yeah. that wasn't available before earlier so you wouldn't be able to get those i don't i don't i think i think that aspect wasn't present before so like the, now the polarization i don't even know if it, it could be worse but i would argue at the very least that it might be the same but it's just been amplified because of media and because more people are able to give their voices you're able to see the bickering in front like there's there's bickering right now going in congress and very uh interesting um well now that we know like what we're thinking about in terms of like you know, the election and, and how people are behaving i think we should talk about the debates because the first debate came and went and we didn't get so a much to civility. talk about it huh so much civility civility people were being civility, so quiet yeah. so nice just letting everyone talk when they were supposed to no interruptions Let's the talk president? about the debates, man. No, the Let's, first uh... <laughs> oh, the first one. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that shit show that was... I forgot what day it was. Let's talk about that shit. Did you watch it? Yes. What? That was primetime television. I watched it, but the thing that I was more sad of and more very, like, discouraged by it was that this, this, this guy, our president, had COVID, showed up late and said, nah, honor system, I don't got it, and then yeah. went in... And then all they said, people of his like that were either his family or like people that worked for him. They were they were taking off their masks, and they did not want to wear their masks. Like like they were wearing it, and then whenever they were like something happened, they would take it off. So they were putting. Well, they're, they're not even used. They're not used to it. Like, no, they're stupid, dude. They're so stupid. No, you know what? You know what the thing is? 
it surprises me that they're so like used to easiness and comfort that they can't make the smallest of sacrifices which is literally just wearing a mask yeah and when people haven't faced oppression or any hardship when they actually face the very minimal which is like oh you have to put on a mask they think it's oppression there's a lady comparing masks to george floyd like bro i'm telling you in 10 years or they say or they say it's like it's unhealthy for them to wear a mask no like how weak are you if you can't wear a mask if you can't wear a mask because you can't breathe then you shouldn't be outside you should be in a a fucking respirator at that point bro i'm telling you in 10 years they about to be moving like they were the Martin the Kings, the Rosa Parks, bro. They were telling their grandkids, I went into Target with no mask and they couldn't tell me nothing. I don't think that's how history is going to look back at them. Oh, that's how they will look back at it. it that's how matter. they're going to look back at it. Like how they look at the Confederacy. How some people look at the Confederacy, but that's not how the history books are going to look back at them. Okay, okay. but yeah, they're, they're going to say that we were the people yeah, that of course. were oppressed. Yeah. Yeah. We were the, the oppressed people. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me that they can't make that small sacrifice, especially when like they're you know I'm I'm assuming most of the people who are saying not most, but a lot of the people who are saying that they can't wear masks or that they don't want to, there must be like at least middle aged to being elderly, which means that their fathers and grandfathers had to endure the worst depression the country has ever faced. So it's a lot of college students. That, that long, that connection no, a lot of college was out of right field because I don't think they're thinking, "Wow, I had to face the depression. My grandparents had to face depression. Therefore, I'm not. I'm gonna wear masks because they have depression." Like, I'm, I don't think they even see that. Like, I don't even know if that's a connection. But if that was a connection, they're not even gonna see that. They're just gonna look at their immediate future or their immediate present. Like, that's all they. What care. they can't do this weekend. What they where they yeah. can't go. Yeah. Like. Like I, I see, I see clips of. It's not even old people. It's the younger people. They're going out. They're no, it's both. Trust me, I've been both. getting a lot of calls. A lot of people. I mean, not so much anymore, but especially about a month ago, a lot of people calling, saying that they're tired of wearing masks and that they shouldn't be told what to do and it's an infringement on their rights. It's like, dude, literally can't put a piece of cloth in front of your face for 15 minutes when you go to Target or some shit. Yeah, for context, just, tell them why you're why they're calling. <laughs> so, for y'all that, that either didn't listen to two episodes ago or something, I explained that I'm now working at a congressional office. I'm interning at a congressional office. And I'll keep the, the details to a minimum because I don't know what I can and cannot get in trouble for, so I better not take any risks. But what I can say is that I get a lot of calls from constituents because that's one of the main thing the main things that interns do they have to take all the weird ass calls that you know are funneling to the congressional offices so i have to listen to these people you know rant most of the time because that's they're basically calling because they want to rant or they want to vent and a lot of the people that call it's been pretty 50 50 even though like more a lot of people calling now are not in support of the congressman and they're very angry at him specifically but a lot of people that call are very conservative and they think that um, you know wearing masks is an infringement on, on their rights and that the economy is shit because they're, they've been trying to have people on lockdown and all that shit it's tiring to hear that all day. Yep. I think I it's actually, it. I think it's the reverse.
reverse. I think it's it is not tiring. No, no, I think it's reverse in terms of that they're saying the economy is messed up because of the lockdowns. I'm saying I think it's the 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 current administration worried so much about the economy to the point where they alleviated lockdown so early, so it just prolonged the need of lockdown. Like if yeah. we were already trying to get past this, we would be able. And also the way that the way that other countries handled it, they did it better. They have. Yeah. They said, "All right, the businesses, the small businesses, and whatever movie theaters and whatever, we're gonna pay y'all to stay closed, because we have like we have the money, and you're, you'll be able to recuperate once we're done. So we're gonna pay y'all to stay closed. The businesses that will be open, we're gonna try to help, either with the state or ourselves, just give you more of a like if you need masks, if you need PPP, you need, like so yeah, to, to say, uh, PPP is a is a fraud anyway, because the only the rich people took PPP loans, but you have." be able to separate mm, people there's a the, the majority of the ppp loans they went to a, a lot of the wealthy corporations that didn't need it some of them some of them gave it back but there's a lot of people that got pp loans kanye west got ppp loans people in trump's family got ppp loans that are not supposed to there's a lot of companies that did as well they're saying that like a majority of the ppp loans went to like corporations a lot of hospitals though no no i'm not i'm not saying only i'm not saying only of yeah. course but they said like a lot of people Police. that shouldn't have received it received it and fleeced off of it so it didn't. Yeah. It didn't do its intended purpose. Well, on top of that, those countries have people that could actually stay inside their houses without crying. You know. Yeah. I mean, it also depends. It's also based on like the the structure of like how the countries are and like America. We're so big on like freedom and rights. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I mean, there, there's there's factors that explain. It. I'm just saying that. Uh, it's, it's crazy to me that they had it easier well, not they we we had it easier and we fucked it up worse than anybody else yeah because we were the we were like an idea the last people to have to deal with this because it was it was china then asia then europe and then us no, like on, on a lot and of we, different and we didn't we weren't small prepared. details too yeah. like think about it imagine like an italian family that's stuck in their tiny ass apartment for you know weeks where they literally cannot leave unless it's to buy food or to get medical treatment compared to someone who lives in texas who has a big ass house where their own the only lockdown restrictions are basically like okay don't go to work we're gonna close down some businesses but hey you want to go walk outside yeah go ahead go take a walk in the park go to target and just wear your mask yeah but i don't think that's a fair comparison in my opinion anyway is it me or like a lot of these european countries like people don't even like have tvs in the living room like they, tv's not like a the tv is not a big thing as it, as big of a thing as it is here is that right would you say that yeah they, they, I, it's it's the same thing you see here in terms of just generational they just the, the younger people are on the internet just like us older people they 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 go and watch their tv but it's, it's i think over there it's the same thing as here it's just a generational thing okay because I, I was just thinking that like people there there's more like family time is more of a real thing and like less on technology i would say than here like i feel like yeah, yeah but you can bit. make the argument that like in france like they'll pay their workers to not work sunday so they can have time off with their family that isn't a thing here Mm, so like okay. there's more incentive for you to have to use your free time for leisure like they'll have like it's like they like this is like another thing but if like they have a kid like the like father and the mother also get maternity and paternity leave to spend time mm. with their family that they'll get more extended vacations that they'll have more days off of work mm-hmm. so they're able to have family time and 
usually that family time, you're not going to be using technology. But since we're so focused, driven on like work and stuff, people take more of an individualist approach because they have to because work and then they use technology, yeah. they use TV as their free time. Yeah. You don't have as much of it. So we took a little tangent, but let's talk a little bit about the debate itself. Um, we all watched it. We obviously have <laughs> some opinions about it. Did y'all make a drinking game out of it by any chance? Because a lot of people died. I would have I would have died. What? I mean, I, the I, drinking I games that I saw and the drinking games that I was thinking about, which is like you write things that you think are gonna be on there, I would have died. I would have had alcohol poisoning. <laughs> no, dude, you gotta be careful about it. Okay, because look, we basically we're just like taking a sip every time something that we agreed to happen. So for example, if one of them mentioned something, you would take a sip, right? Okay, yeah, I would have died. Yeah, no, but we couldn't do that many because otherwise you just like Die. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I made up a rule. Is there virus? I feel bad about it's this. China. China virus. Yeah. I feel bad because I left. Um, actually, no, no. This was for the Kamala Harris Mike Pence debate, which we, we should talk about as well. No, no, but I made a rule where at any point where Biden and Trump are talking over each other and you can't understand what they're saying, you start waterfalling. And you keep going until they stop. Yeah, no, you different. Is that waterfalling or waterboarding? Because that sounds yeah, like torture. <laughs> no, thank you. That's no. That was the whole. They didn't stop from the beginning that to the end. Was, so, that, that debate was horrendous. So how did you that survive? Was the, that was one of the worst moderators I've ever seen. Oh yeah, it was a terrible moderator. He's like, sir, was, sir, sir. They're rambling and still going. Bro, I don't want to interrupt you, but you gotta give I'm me gonna the have thing. to if you don't. I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> Finito, Mike, cut off. You done, sir. This man was too nice, Yeah, exactly. Bro. Why, why don't they just cut off the mics? And then whenever, whenever. Nah, because that can get political, No, 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 bro. no. There wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't a system. All right, then let's just, let's just no, give them shock callers. And every time they talk out of turn, they get shocked. No, there wasn't, there wasn't a system in place in the debates to have their mics cut off until after the debate committee had to get together and allow a rule for the moderator to be able to control their mics. That wasn't in place before. So there wasn't uh, a bro, way that I, you, I, think, you think Trump's rules. Bro, Trump will bring his own megaphone. If, if that's what it takes, he will get his points out. Trump will yeah. not stop talking until he gets his points out. But honestly, he goes both ways. These guys, they want to speak their piece. And if you're going to say something, I have to, to rebut it or what you've said is true about because they move on. That's the worst thing about debates is yeah. on this level, if you say something, and I can't rebut it, America's gonna say that's the truth then. Well, not, not, not everyone. Like, that's why I kind of like town halls or when they sit and podcast because it's more of a holistic approach to understanding the candidates and the policy that they're trying to implement than a debate where it's very quick points that you're trying to make out that you can't even flesh out and then the person has to rebuttal right away. And it's yeah. it's very, it. I don't think debates even do anything to be honest. There's, there's already like statistics that back up the majority of people that watch the debates already know who they're gonna vote for. They just watch them for fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the drinking game. Yeah. Although, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've read about the debate that the first televised debate with Nixon and Kennedy. Yeah, but that was back then when there was only. Yeah, no, it was back then. And the majority of it wasn't what they said. They said it's because Kennedy looked confident. Nixon showed up with a with peach fuzz, and he was struggling. So that's why people were like, "Okay, that doesn't look like a leader." Nixon struggling. Yeah, he was. He was struggling. <laughs> Yeah, he was struggling like the black people after his policies. He was he was doing bad. Mm. Mm. The science. 
They put crackers yes. in the communities. Uh, look it up. Look into it. All right. Crack but baby yeah, um, in the early 80s. The debate was was a mess. Um, and you know, you know what was funny? I think Trump, like, immediately after the debate, he, he was asked, like, what his his comments were about his own performance it was like great that was the best debate i've ever had great and i was like know, yeah up, up until like gave, the next one, one and you'll say the same shit i mean what do you expect from trump like someone could i don't expect oh. much but i will say that he's gonna say everything is great to me that someone who is above the age of eight and has been- that much power still talks in absolutes on anything i think right? it's the always only like thing- i'm the most blank I'm the least blank. They're the most blank. At least I could. You also have to understand, though, Trump. The reason, one of the reasons that Trump was able to win was because of the debates when he won in the primaries. Because he was able to say, "Look, these people around you, they have these talking points that they practice like robots, and they can't deviate from them." And he's like, he's like, they're gonna start saying the same lines over and over again. And he was able to just go off the cuff, and that seems more natural to people. So that's how people were able to gravitate to him. This yeah, one, the same thing. This, it's just in a different this style. One was that's different. Just dumbed down. Because okay, yeah, but he's a populist. If you, a populist's best thing is to do is to dumb it down to try to get massive support and seem like they're more of the a normal, the normal working, normal level people. Dude, than it's these the normal working politicians. That like, are they that fucking stupid as well? I mean, you want to go look at voting numbers, bro? It's the dumb it down debates. That's what it is. That's bad. He, he, he it, it benefits him to dumb it down. Cause he's 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 trying to yeah, he's no, pushing for a populist saying, agenda. I'm just saying that it to me it boggles the mind that he speaks in absolutes on literally any like every topic, which that was People an absolute. Love it. Uh, yeah, it works for him. Yeah. If you I were really, able to say, you know, Obamacare, Obamacare is one of the worst health cares ever. It was it was bad. Uh, it, that's bad. My proposal's good. Bad, good, bad, good. Bro, Dumbed it yeah. down to elementary level, and you're gonna get. You're, People, some people are gonna be like, oh, that guy if he had it. the dodging ability, if he had the dodging ability of Pence, this man would yeah. be unbeatable. Elite. Elite. Bro, Pence, that dodge game is, Pence, is different. Pence didn't different. answer a single question. <laughs> it, no, let's, no, let's go to the VP debate because I don't think there's that much substance to the president debate. I think for all the, the praise that people were saying, I think Kamala did not do a good job. And I think it's because we, I think a lot of people had higher expectations for Kamala than they did Biden because Biden, some people don't even know he can have a sentence without fumbling for Kamala like oh she's she's younger she has experience she's gonna be able to do I didn't I didn't think she did that great bro she's a black woman you know you can't be talking too crazy you gonna get the angry black woman stereotype so you gotta chill I mean so, so I understand the whole time but can you just say man can you answer the question bro I mean she was dodging too like no okay, I, of thing, course they both one dodged. thing I will never support one thing I will never support is they're both like they DM. are doing which is packing the court. Obviously, they're saying, we're going to let the American people decide. Okay, the American people decided in 2016, okay, it wasn't the popular vote, but still, the presidency came. Now, as Trump is president, he should be allowed to put whoever he wants into the Supreme Court. Nah, not, not really, because the Republicans... No, people voted, bro. I know, but Republicans said, they said to Obama, when it was eight months out, they said, do not, you can't pick the, the Supreme Court justice. You have to let the That's people cool. decide. That's cool. That's what they said. All I'm so saying let's is hold the let's people hold decided. The same standard. Let's hold them to the same standard. You have to wait. My thought wait, wait, is wait. just that the people yeah, decided yeah, hold already. Up, hold up. I want to make it its own topic. No, Trump is not like it's... Okay, okay. I want to make it its own topic. But I mean, now that we're like talking about the, the VP debate, 
you know, what do y'all think about the way that, like, y'all already brought it up, like, the way they, they dodge questions so masterfully. And how that compares to, like, the way that the, the presidential candidates were debating. I mean, I don't think there's much substance. They're just, they're actual politicians. Trump is not a politician. Yeah. And Biden, Biden is just like this run. guy. Biden, he looks like a guy who's staring into the sun and, like, he just can't get the words out. I don't know. It's, he's always, like, staring and he's squinting and it's like he's thinking about every single letter that comes out of his mouth. But the way well, yeah, Biden wins, better. Biden has to shut up. If Biden sibs up and lets Trump take over the, the conversation, well, it depend, depends on what. But sometimes yeah. Trump will fumble over himself and Biden just has to be like, shut come on, man. Shut up, man. And his and people oh, be like, oh, look see, at I, clown. I, I, I kind of understand because it. it's yeah. true. Yeah. But let's go. Pence's, let's go Pence's dodge game is immaculate. He'd be like, no, Pence, right, Pence what's, your, what's your plan that's for what I said. That's why I said Pence won. That's why I said Pence won. And Pence will be like, well, first and first and foremost, America, I don't, I don't, we do everyday people, and then he'll switch on it. And then Kamala started at the beginning doing good, but the thing that Kamala can't do, and I think it's either because some of the campaign strategies said because she's a black woman and they don't want that angry stereotype, but is when they have the upper hand on the debate, Democrats don't know how they don't have a backbone, so they can't push. What did Pence do? Pence knew that the 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 court packing is very controversial, and what did he did? He's like, are you going to tell the American people if you're going to pack, uh, pack the courts? She's dodging. Are you going to pack the courts? Can you give a definitive answer to the American people? The Democrats will never put Republicans to their feet to the fire like Pence did. Pence was able to dodge, and then when he had the upper hand, he was able to go after. And that's something Flip that it. the Democrats can't do. So that's why Pence, I think Pence probably won that. I don't he know. Was, he was more equal. Like she was answering, but he was able to, when he needed to, of course, he didn't even answer anything, but the points where he had to hold other people to the fire and make them answer and then they, you can see how people are trying to squirm out of it he was able to magnify that way more so for his mm-hmm. base and even the moderates not us for the base and the moderates it looks he looks good because i'm not basically on the debate off of like what i think i'm, th- I'm talking about yeah, what, the just moderates on what they did yeah yeah i don't know i th- i think that well in my opinion like neither was very good but despite that if you don't look at the question dodging whenever they did talk about you know like whenever they did answer a question or whenever they did talk about whatever policies they wanted to bring up i think that camo did slightly better than mike you gonna stop saying camilla you gonna stop saying camilla she's not no damn animal (laughs) what policies do you think she beat uh pence on i know one off the top of my head that i think that they the environment the environment one yeah they're, okay. they're like we're just gonna plant trees we're gonna plant 40 billion trees and it's gonna work and i'm just like oh. you know no i mean pence had to win with this one line bro he said trump can't be racist you know why you know why do you know why why don't know why bro he got Jewish grandkids. It's oh, that yeah, easy. Say that. Did, did say that. It's that easy. No, but my my thing after that is that some like these some liberals that are not people of color. They think they they think they homies with black people, and then they be saying some offensive shit. Talk about that fly is only Pence's black friend. Why are you comparing <laughs> black people to a fly? Why are you comparing black people to a fly right now? Uh, like you thought no, you killed that joke. That's different. That's different. We were comparing black people to a flight. We were like, nah, that's not it, bro. That's not it. And they <laughs> Sorry. Dude, you gotta give you gotta give credit where it's due. 
the entire campaign, like by the Biden campaign, jumped on that fly shit in two seconds. They said they sold quick. out those swipe those fly swatters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they made yeah, sure to well, you just shut up, man. T-shirts or something? Yeah. 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 Let's go past this because I actually want to talk about the Supreme Court because it's gonna lead into my prediction. So I think Juan introduce it since you were like, oh, you want to have this as a topic. Okay. So you already talked a little bit, but what do you think about the Supreme Court justice appointee Amy Coney? Wait, Amy Coney Bird. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had like a, a, a oh. for, for a second. My mom said, if you can't say anything nice, don't say it at all. I'll, I'll just put it at that when it comes to because how we. Uh, I mean, okay. Are we talking about her? Or are we talking about I'm talking? I'm talking about the whole thing. I'm talking about her policy and what most probably is going to happen if she gets into into uh, if she gets put in, which I think she did. Or I don't know what happened with the the meetings that are going on, but I don't know nothing about her policy because I've been watching the hearings or anything. All I know is that Republicans are so happy that she has two black children. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh nah, bro, bro. They're, they're so they're, happy. They're so happy that those kids are adopted. So like, she can't be racist. I mean, yeah. she just can't because she has two <laughs> black children. Yeah. Is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. That is true. I thought you were gonna go somewhere different with that, but that's that is true. Oh, that's funny. They those kids, those kids are trophies, bro. They don't even focus on the white kids that are in those pictures no more. It's just like, <laughs> look at them babies. Wow, a black baby, like. <laughs> Like bro, it's uh, like the you black. Yeah, they were like she, she used to belong to a very culty religious group. Huh? No, explain. What? Oh yeah, yeah, she was. She was like in this like uh religious group. From what I've heard, and if it's wrong, I don't want to be screaming for information. But there's supposedly like there, so there. She was in a in a group that people say like it was very like cultish, and then she got nominated or was in the talks of being nominated when the last one was uh nominated i forgot his name the one that had like a long period yeah so the, the like nicole and the people that Party follow boy. her like her, her her campaign whatever were like trying to delete some of her quotes and some of her things that were either related to them or they just seem like extremely like religious on the right and then when she got renominated as soon as like ginsburg Die. They went back and were even deleting more stuff just in case anybody wanted like to see. Bro, so they're like this. They're like this. You must adopt two black children. Take them. Bring them for. No, I'm, not, I'm not gonna go that far. But no, that's uh, that's kind of sketchy. That's kind of sketchy. I think. It is. I think. Is it is it true though? What that she was a part of it? Yeah. 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 And how no, bad like, is she, it? She used to live. She used to live with like one of the leaders in his house. Whoa, like on some. And she Waco? was like, she was like, because uh, th- this um, organization had a David had Koresh. A, oh, right, she served, Wait, what the hell? Washington Post. Amy Coney Barrett served as a handmaid in Christian groups. People yeah. praise. Whoa. Yeah. Like By the way, this organization oh. doesn't believe that women are equal to men. I mean, that's which is Christian. Hilarious. Christians kind of believe that, but it's kind of different. Which I don't, I don't personally believe it. My house doesn't believe, believe it personally, but a lot of Christians believe the same thing. They do, they, they believe that yeah, they're equal, but there's differences in roles. But it's, it's it depends on where you go to church and what you believe in. Denominations. I yeah. think the specific yeah, yeah. organization was saying that like 
it, like on, on two similar positions, right? The the woman uh, is like, com- completely submissive. Yes, like okay. If the man said like something, Wait, goes, I, it goes. are you part of this cult, Juan? Hey, I read the same Washington Post <laughs> article that you're looking at right now. Oh no! <laughs> Uh no, relax, relax, relax. Oh my god. But no, uh yeah, I that's 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 weird. So she was in it up until a recent age or like cuz she has all these kids and everything. Um I think she was a part of it for a while and she was like a like a mentor of sorts. Then she escaped. I don't think she escaped. I think she she left. I think she you know, realized like, that like, there's she more power was ceremoniously discharged time. basically. Mm. I think she knew that there's more power in Legion and then being in plain sight, moving with their ideals. No, but like, I like jokes aside, because I, I, I generally don't know. I just like heard it and like read stuff. But I don't know. I think this is a win for the conservatives. This was like a game. This is a win for them because they're about to get their nominee, who they claim is non-biased. But she's going to vote Republican. The Supreme, Supreme Court is going to be stacked with Republican uh, like judges. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be interesting because I think right I think as soon as these elections are over, or even after the elections, like maybe if, he, if Trump attempts it before, they might try to repeal Roe versus Wade and some other provisions in big stuff in the amendments or in the Constitution. So we'll see what happens with that because I think she's going to get she's going to get put into place. Do I agree? If we're going off the president, the, the precedent that the Republicans set for Obama, not really, but. I, Republicans are they're they're smart. They're they're they have a backbone. They're, they 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 might tell you to do something else, but they're gonna they're gonna do what is better better for their political agenda. Um, that's both ways though. Yeah, bro. You can't just you can't just. No, I I, I, under, I understand it's both ways. That's what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, if we're to look at it as it could be either way, all I'm saying is they're gonna there's act. A pres- there's a president. There's a president, bro, and he's been elected for four years. So don't tell me that in my last year, oh, I can't do no. No, but that's what the Republicans told Obama. I'm going. I'm yeah, saying yeah. Both, exactly. both. That's cool. That's cool. Both they told him that though. They Did told him that, though? and then they and then they blocked. They blocked any 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 attempt that they had when he was trying to get in the hearing. What are you talking about? I thought. Wait, when was sold in my order? No, that's not Sotomayor. No, no, that's a different. Literally, 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 in his last in his last year of service, he had eight months left. Eight months left, and one of the, either yeah, they stepped down. Or no, he died. What was his name? Scalia. Yeah, Scalia died, and they tried to appoint one, and people, and he literally tried to get one that was in the middle, middle or center or center left leaning. I forgot, but they said no. They said you must let the American people decide, and then he tried to put it forward, and then they blocked it multiple times, and they said we're so- gonna. They said why you're gonna. Why are they talking about the, why? Am I missing like Kamala and uh, Biden? They, they've about been this? they've been saying it. They're saying why? Let the people decide like how you told Obama. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. because oh, it's very hypocritical. They're saying yeah. that last part. They're saying yes. Like, they're saying that people people are saying the same thing that you're being hypocritical because you literally and the and the crazy part to me is that Obama had eight months. This guy has a month and a half mm-hmm. since Ginsburg mm-hmm. died, and they're, they're they're trying to push her through. So all I'm saying is all I'm saying is. Yeah, it's because that they did it last time, whatever. What I'm saying is there shouldn't even be a question. It shouldn't be let people decide. It should be I'm the president, so I get I, to I, I agree there should yeah, be. Yeah, I, I agree they too. They already said that you should let the people decide for Obama. So if you're going to yeah, okay. hold that same thing, then you have to hold the it same out. Thing. But I yeah, know okay. that they're not going to because what their play is, we're trying to win political capital. Yeah, that's the same thing with the the second stimulus package. They're jumping back and forth because they know whoever's oh, names oh, are on that thing. Oh, please, let's talk about this. 
please let's talk about this this to me is the most interesting thing out of even like as much as the supreme court does to me i think the stimulus bill is the most interesting because now pelosi is getting a lot is getting blamed because she went on cnn and was like wolf blitzer you don't know what you're talking about you don't know what you're right, talking about go, 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 go. come on huh go for it okay so basically the people are calling for nancy pelosi to take the 1.8 trillion stimulus bill that was it's got to be on their name bro that, that was given that was given to that was sent to the white house to nancy nancy pelosi met with the democrats and she denied it and then now people are blaming her for stalling the stimulus package but you know what she denied it right but i disagree that she's stalling it completely she she denied it because she thought it was too little i mean that's not the only bro. reason yeah, there's more to it because at the end of the day, there's people who are literally starving. Oh yeah. no, yeah, I'm just saying that's that's why. But, okay, so this is what I think is interesting. So after the sec, after the first stimulus, people and and the first stimulus had to be delayed because Bernie literally stood in in Congress and was like, "Bro, y'all need to give unemployment money because the first stimulus was not gonna have either. It was not gonna have any unemployment money. It was gonna be very little. So he literally just like stood in in, in uh, and he literally gave a speech like for hours on end." So then if that part got added on and it got sent out and then after a month they're like yo this is not gonna go away you already put like a bunch of trillions into the stock market let's put this into the uh for the people because they also need it and the republicans literally did not even want to meet this entire time right but now that they they saw in polling that even republicans want a second stimulus and it's hurting like the middle class now they're starting now they're starting to meet but the interesting part is mitch mcconnell said if even if Nancy Pelosi agrees with the 1.8, I'm going to deny it in the Senate and it will not pass. I do not want to stay. Yeah, can't be on their hands. The it Republicans are not going to give a stimulus. It's not going to get a stimulus done. The, the stimulus is probably not going to happen. Because let's say Pelosi caves in and gives into the 1.8, which I, I think it's too low because it should be it should be like near where the Democrats are trying to ask. But let's say they do agree and she caves in like a lot of people are telling her, you need to do it for the American people. Mitch McConnell said, I'm not approving it. So whatever y'all do, it's just talk. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. But I mean, can't Trump step in at some point then if it's just on that side? But Mitch McConnell and, and the Republicans are looking at polling and they're starting to think, wow, this guy might lose. So they're trying to distance himself from him. And they, he said, he said, no, no, but he genuinely said, like, he literally said it again today. He said, even if there wasn't a 1.8 trillion stimulus bill that was agreed on by both part by the White House, because it's it's not it's not the Republicans, it's the White House that proposed the 1.8 trillion, because they know they're going, they're, they're falling on polls, and middle class really needs this. They said, even if they agree, it has to go through the Senate, and I will repeal it. I'm not letting it go through. So it's a bunch of talk from both sides. And then they're blaming Nancy now because of the framing and say, look at Nancy, she's not even accepting the 1.8. So she's the one holding it up. She doesn't care about American people, blah, 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 blah. And then Mitch McConnell's like, yeah, yeah, let, let him do that because I'm not agreeing with it regardless. It must be nice when you can go home to your- Yeah, bro, this is like a really nice cool situation. That's why Congress literally has, they have like a 12% approval rate. That was before, so I can't even imagine now because people are not going to get their second stimulus. It's just it's not going to happen. All right, so, I mean, we've been talking about the elections for a while. Let's finish on something that's a little bit more positive that I feel like everyone can agree on. Early voting has started in Texas, and it has been 
surprisingly busy. A lot of people, you know, a, a lot of uh, people have gone and voted already. Um, I know Travis County and Harris County already broke records for the most amount of people voting on the first day of early voting. So this, this honestly surprised me a bit. I don't know about you guys. I think people are just ready, man. They're really ready for people who, what's our, what are like our, our voting rates? Like 50% or whatever they say? We have one of the worst in the modern democratic world. So yeah, I think we might break it, bro. I, I mean, COVID kind of messed things up like it did everything else but i think we're gonna do pretty well with voting um i'm kind of sad that i haven't switched over my thing from college station brian so i have to like mail it in as quickly as possible and then but hey Dude, you, gotta, you gotta do that i already sent mine in yeah i'm gonna I'm do waiting, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for my ballot i'm mailing my name as well uh, yeah but it's it's crazy because like you said the pandemic the the fact that most people are, are very uh, upset about the quality of candidates that we got all these negative factors going on and people still decided to go out and vote a lot yeah. i think because this is an election where people really see the dire consequences of whoever wins yeah also I, I think sides. yeah i think for the first time we're also seeing uh i don't know if it's the first time but on a major scale we're seeing uh athletes and more celebrities than usual talking about voting and in today's age where like people are so drawn into social media and stuff like that even if they're not like oh he see lebron said it so i should do it it's at least going to put it in their head because it's going to be repeated over and over and over again so the voting is huge um now that we we're starting to vote y'all have any predictions about what's going to happen not necessarily just who's going to win or you know uh, like what's going to happen on election day but what do y'all think is going to happen in regards to you know the 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 process of you know counting votes uh the reaction that people are gonna have once someone's finally uh, announced you know what do y'all think i was just gonna say um it's gonna be interesting well i don't i, I really don't know who, I, I think it can go either way i'm not gonna lie to you i think either one can really win i, I know like biden is showing up in all the polls and everything but i think either one can really win at this point but it's just scary to know that we have a, a president currently who says, if it doesn't go his way, it's rigged. So I don't know, it's kind of crazy. I think that if Trump does end up losing, there's gonna be some militia groups ready to go. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I can tell you that uh, a lot of people are also pissed about that. The whole you know, peaceful transition, a lot of Republicans called basically saying i will not be voting for a man who is turning his back on the de like the most basic democratic principles mm -hmm. that this country was built on yeah. so i think that you know if, if trump doesn't win and, and he decides to double down on his stance of you know this was rigged uh i'm gonna have to do something about it with the military the vast majority of the republicans are not gonna back him up on that because that's that's just suicide at that point you know, yeah you, you can only be a bootlicker for so long but i think also you know i i think that biden's gonna win just because well, i mean not just because of just one thing but like a lot of factors a big factor though has been just the way that people have have interacted with the office i'm like oh wow a lot of republicans are like generally pissed off at the way that trump's been handling things or at the way that the general gop's been handling shit but at the same time, I do think that Trump has a bigger chance of winning this time than he did last time. Why is that? I disagree completely. 
um, just because this time he does have some, you know, he has an arsenal of things he can use to win people's votes. Like, for example, um, foreign policy-wise, Trump honestly doesn't have that bad of a record. Not, I don't agree with it at all, but he doesn't have the bad of a record in comparison to what he had before he was elected president because all he had were promises and statements. His statements on like the wall alone were just ridiculous. But now he can show up and say, look at me, I just helped Israel normalize relations with the UAE and Bahrain. That's what I'm saying. He has an arsenal of things that he can he can use to sway people's votes. At the same time, his 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 foreign policy message works in message, but not in the policies implemented. So that's the only way that would work. I mean, no, no. I mean, I, I agree with that, but I'm saying it's like no, no. I get what you're saying, but it's messaging, but not what he's actually done in policy. It's the messaging that he's gonna say he's done well. Yeah, black unemployment is down, though it's been in American history. If so you're black, you'll that, vote for Trump. <laughs> so I think that I mean. Just because I think he has a bigger chance, you know, this election and the last election doesn't mean he has like a, a huge chance of winning or that he's guaranteed to win. I'm just saying like, let's say the last time he had a 20% chance of winning, you know, just throwing a number out there. This time, that number is more than 20. That's all I'm saying. Ah, like coming in as a non-politician uh, and like someone who's not accustomed to the way that politics works. So I can see how you're saying that the first time he was less lucky to win because it's like he's not from this playground he's not from this area but now it's like he's been in it and you're saying that he might have a slight edge from the beginning kind of i disagree with that completely okay well what, what, what do you what are your predictions and i think i think you're i think what you're saying is opposite i think because when he started and he did it he was an outsider and he was able to push his finger and say look look at the washington insiders they're not doing anything they're not for you they're not for you they're not for you and then now people have policy and actual results to go off of. People are not happy mm. with this thing. So like people were saying, like if uh, I'm looking at statistics and polls and then people be like, oh, you can't trust those because the same thing happened with uh, Hillary. But with Hillary, Hillary had a one to 3% margin of error when she when she was uh, going for it. Like I think the biggest poll had her like three, 4% for Biden has like, like eight, I think I've seen from six on oh, five thirty-eight, but it says from from five six to twelve fifteen national average. There hasn't been a president that's been able to come back in American his, history from more than a five percent chance of or five percent like negative outcome and been able to win. The argument can be made that he has a silent majority, but I don't think this is the same election as Hillary because I think now he can't say, "Oh, I'm able to do this and this and this and this" when he hasn't been able to do it. Like, like it didn't hit the same in his town hall when he said, "I'm going to bring uh, the troops have to come back. We're going to do it. We're going to do it." When he had four years and he didn't do it, like stuff like that. He can't just come out and say things, and when the policy that he's had hasn't had like hasn't happened. COVID is going to be a big issue, but my prediction, I think he's going to lose, but. I don't think it's going to be as smooth as, oh, he's going to lose and he's out. I think he's going to lose oh, yeah. and he's going to use his new support uh, Supreme Court advantage and try to do the Gore versus Bush uh, thing and just make the Supreme Court uh, demand a recount. And it's going to be a slow, drawn out process that is not going to be judged even after November or after possibly even it's going to be going into the new year. That would be my prediction. That's a, that's a pretty good prediction. Someone talked about that. I don't. I don't think it's gonna go into the new year, but I think there's a chance it could go into early December. You have to. You have to think though. If they have, if they get this new Supreme Court justice, she's going to do whatever Trump says. In theory, of course, but mm -hmm. she's, she's right wing. 
So he's gonna be able to to sue or bring up a, 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 a like something like no 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 this is like messed up and he might in sense he hasn't committed to a peaceful transition of power. Call for the Supreme Court to say if it's justified to call for a recount, which he has the advantage to get, which is why it's really important for him to get the Supreme Court justice in, and he can call for a recount. And it's gonna be a drawn like it's gonna what it's gonna take, it's gonna take his party to literally abandon him for him to transition into power. Once that happened and he has no legs to stand on, he's gonna go. And also, Trump is gonna fight tooth and nail to stay in because he has a lot of debt that he didn't have to pay. Like he 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 has a lot of cases because he has immunity when he's president. So once he's out of presidency, the debt collectors are gonna start calling back. He's gonna have to deal with all those cases. So the worst thing for him is to lose, and the and then second worst is for him to have to leave the White House. As soon as he leaves the White House, he's a normal citizen, and all the things, all the cases, all the all the things that are going on in him, he's gonna have to pay, because he's like he, he doesn't want to release his tax returns, and there's and we kind of we're starting to get more of the details of what's going on there, and he's gonna have to Bro, pay that back. I just want to see out of White House Trump, because I know he's gonna be he's gonna be the craziest after yeah. presidency. Oh, he gonna if be he's not, if he's not in jail, then yeah. Bro, he's gonna be at Starlets. He's gonna be at all the. He's gonna be in ATL getting crazy. Melania's not gonna know what hit hit on. I'm telling oh, you. Yeah, that, that would that would be my prediction for the for the thing. I think I think this is Biden's race to lose with him work out. All he has to do is keep saying his lines that he's saying and let Trump talk like he's talking. Like that polling would say, don't do anything. The enemy is about to commit a mistake. Well, the polls are so damning right now too, and especially if the Senate flips, that's gonna be even crazier to me if that happens. I think there's a three and one odd for the for the Senate of Florida, actually. Well, in other news, uh, for those who don't know, there's been, it's not like it started now, but as of recently, there's been uh, a hashtag going around called end SARS. I don't know exactly what SARS stands for, but it's like safety. It's one of the police something. forces there. Yeah, and basically what they're doing is if you look like you have money, you're wearing earrings, you're wearing more of like Western clothing, or you're driving a nice car, they'll stop you. They'll say it's for safety precautions. Special anti-robbery squad. My fault. Yeah, they'll ask you if you have any money on you. They'll search you, and if you don't comply, they'll beat you. And then they've even gone so far as to sometimes walk people to ATMs and ask them to remove money for their time and services. Like we helped you. We've now made you safe. Now go get your money out of your account and pay us. So it, it's kind of crazy. They've been going around, but it, it's not like really a new thing. It's just a new task force that's been specifically seeking people out to the point of they've, <laughs> I heard one story where there was a man, um, he wasn't obeying what they're doing. He actually drove home and two police cars were just waiting for him to go to work the next morning so they could stop him. They beat him and they took like almost everything in his car. And you can't say anything because who do you talk to I mean, it's a very big thing in the United States as well. Like, who you talk to when the police are your enemy as well. Who polices um, the police? Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's bad. So it's taking now, like, big African artists who have now called on their American and European uh, peers in music and acting, whatever, to speak out. Even uh, athletes talking about it, just talking about ending this task force or this, uh, this force. Yeah, this task force. Uh, yeah, from doing this kind of stuff, but it's even on a bigger level because in Africa as a whole, there's a lot of this kind of stuff going on. 
um, actually just recently, my family's from Uganda, so as just recently, we have this candidate for president named Bobby Wine, and he has to turn in his presidential like application papers next week by like Wednesday. And so very interestingly, uh, two nights ago, the police barged into his um, campaign office and they stole like everything inside, including all the papers. All the and then, you know, all the documents, they took money. So now it's gonna be like, how are you going to uh, apply for presidency? You don't have any papers, like there's nothing you can do. So now it's like, they're gonna be like, okay, Bobby Wine, bring your, bring your stuff. And he's gonna be like, well, I don't have it. You guys took it. Oh, we took it? No, we didn't take it, but it's like, it's all these small things that governments are doing. And that's not even physical. They tried to kill this man. Uh, they actually killed one of his drivers and that disappeared out of nowhere. Like, we don't know what happened to that man. I mean, obviously they buried him, but it's like the police, they do what they want and they get away with it every single time. These are things that have been happening in Africa for a very long time. My mom and my dad lived through um, this president named Obote and Idi Amin as well, but mostly Obote. And really, like, you couldn't go out in the streets at night. Police are going to stop you. They're going to ask you questions. They're going to beat you for no reason. And this is happening in almost every country in Africa. So um, it's not a new thing. Police brutality is happening all over the world. But right now, Africa is specifically needing help because they don't have as many rights as we do here. So police are just being them senseless and they can't really do anything about it. I will say, Isaiah, that uh, there's been a lot of protests going on in Nigeria because of SARS, and mm-hmm. it's actually already kind of yielded some results. The government already pledged to at least reform the way that the task force operates, and it seems like the protesters are not satisfied with that. They just wanted to... That doesn't, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean yeah. anything. That's word of mouth. I'm just... No, 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 no. It, it means something. Because... No, no it no, does not. Listen, Bro. listen, listen, listen. It means something because for the government to publicly announce something like that, even if it's just word of mouth, it means it's that you're sure. when it extent, means stop talking. It means it means it means stop talking. Oh no no means, listen listen. Like, it means to an extent they're at least scared about it, where they they, they think okay well we need to pacify them somehow. But what if alternative alternative would not even yeah but what if. But what it, but what's, what's an alternative theory that the eyes of the world is watching? So if they went out and now that the world is watching and they beat people, there would be sanctions. There would be everything possible. Coca-Cola would take like what happened in South Africa. They would, that, that's what that would happen. So what, what what they're trying to do, what it seems like is you tell people you're going to reform and people will be like, all right, at least they're doing something. So we see that we're accomplishing something and people are in there and they're able to continue to do what they're doing they keep the word of mouth that they're trying to improve is just no continue. no that's the thing they can't continue what they're doing they do have bro, to bro, keep at bro, least bro, some bro. Reform. let me explain this let me explain this okay i'm gonna use uganda again because it's all i know so when museveni the current president took over right one of the biggest things that he wanted to change was how police move and how police act because before that they were acting reckless and he made it a point to do like this checking system among police you are not the the power putting that thought into their head that you work for the people, right? It took some time, but people can walk in the nighttime, people can move around, people can talk to, you can talk to police without feeling like they're they're gonna rob you. There's not roadblocks anymore where they're asking you questions. I mean, they still ask for a little bit of money if you're American or whatever, but they're not gonna be bribing you like that. But if you think about it, in this kind of regime, if there's no like 
police leader of police saying like hey we need to make reforms and stuff like that these police still act like the the power the big man in these small villages and they're going to keep beating people those people in those villages are not going to get any reform because they're not on they're not in legos uh, with where all the cameras are and everything yeah and yeah it, no no i i totally get that obviously that's what i'm saying it needs to be reformed like in nice. the police you have to like reform the let, me, let me read you something real quick yes. so let me read you something real quick this is from cfr council of foreign affairs uh, foreign Re- uh, relations nigeria accepts some of protesters demands establishes new police force a presidential panel on police reform agreed to demands of protesters demonstrating against police brutality, including the unconditional release of arrested protesters. The police inspector general also announced the formation of a new police unit to replace especially anti-robbery squad, whose alleged abuses sparked the protests that continue across the country. Bro, but before the squad, there was still police. Like, people still don't move in certain areas at night because you know how police are going to act to you. These police are not rich. They're not like, oh, you know what? I'm comfortable. Life is good. You you missed the point I was trying to make. They, okay. they agreed to the unconditional release of arrested protesters. That's what I'm saying. That That's a tangible success. Okay. I mean, they let, they don't need them. They let them go. So what? Like, I'm talking about beatings. I'm talking about people getting beat. No, I know. I know. I know. What I'm saying, like, the, the thing is, the way y'all phrased it was like, oh, this is literally just word of mouth. They're not going to change one thing. How can you change something? Like, you, you took them in for protesting. Now you let them go. Okay? Like... They were let go before the protest, so no, no. I think that's that's not necessarily the case. They can always just not release the prisoners, which happens a I lot mean, all over the world. They're not prisoners, though. What I'm trying to say is like police. Dude, it's happening. This, this, well, it's definitely happening in Nigeria and Uganda as well. Okay, but this task force thing is not even the big deal. It's police in general. Like the task force is what these special uniforms and these ones are moving around crazy. But I'm saying like police in general need to be reformed, whereby at night in daytime whether they're by themselves or with their partner or by the police station or in the village they're going to have this manner of acting to the people you're you're a servant to the people you're not trying to get over on them or you're going to be you're going to beat them because they talk back to you like it's just crazy how in america for like i mean we're not the perfect example but i'm saying you can still yell at police sometimes you can talk to them anyhow and sometimes get away with your life or sometimes you know uh move forward but in africa a lot of times you can't talk to a police officer anyhow like they'll beat you it's not there's no, no i know they yeah. can't beat you yeah yeah i'm not disagreeing with that at all i'm just saying yeah i think ultimately to just like leave off the uh, change like to finish off saying this i think the way that i think people will be satisfied with with it is that you put in a system that holds police accountable First, you try to limit their power from ever even doing it. But if they were to do it, that they were held accountable for doing it. And then that they're either put in jail, they're they're not allowed to work anymore. Some form of that. Because until that happens, it's going to be very hard to justify to people that they've actually changed the way that Mm -hmm. policing is working. Yeah. That would be the way that that, that makes it. Yeah. All right. So I guess right now we're going to move to counselor's corner recurring segment for a podcast and i'll let either one of you two start and give your mine's mine's quick i'm just gonna say uh there's not much research to be done so don't be lazy and and go vote or figure out how to mail your vote in figure out any option you can do to send your vote in and do it that way but don't be one of those people who's like 
I don't like either of the candidates, so I'm not going to vote because you can still vote for people that run the country who aren't the president. You can, there's a lot of weight. It's all how many spots are open? Depends on open? your state, but there's I think there's one Senate seat here in Texas. And then there's like, of course, the local elections. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Let me actually let me see what's on the ballot. One of the matter from is just the, the most important ones, the railroad commissioner, of course. Okay. <laughs> now, honestly, though, they, they, they hold a lot of power. Okay. Yeah, like keeping crazy. people up at night. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Those I was are just going to say, uh, figure, figure it out. And don't just say because you're not voting for the president, you're not going to vote. You can still vote people who probably affect your life a little bit more um, directly. So, yeah, do that. Mine's basically the same, you know. Um, just because, like, literally exactly what Isaiah said. Just because you don't like two candidates that are running for president doesn't mean that you shouldn't go vote. Um, there's a lot on the line across different levels of government. And uh, besides that, it's, it's your duty as a citizen. As a citizen of a democracy, the least you can do is go vote. Besides, you know, it's important that at least you you exercise your right to try to change the country for the better. If you stay at home because you feel like you don't want to be responsible for voting in a guy who's going to fuck shit up, you know, so so is not doing it because in the end, you, you, you let it happen. And if people understand how powerful the vote is, even though you want to say, like, oh, my vote doesn't count, it doesn't matter. That's what really goes into a lot of times what happens in the electoral college. So, I mean, if your support. vote didn't count, they wouldn't be trying to gerrymander and trying to suppress your vote. Yeah. They wouldn't be putting all this work in. Because they're like, oh, it so, don't matter. We picking whoever it is. Mm-hmm. I think the moment you say that your vote doesn't count to a certain extent, if, I mean, understand it, like, if you're in, like, a completely radically blue state, but in terms of the national election, the local election matters. But the moment you say that is when the people that don't want you to vote the opposite side, even if it's like Democrat, Republican, they've won because you're not voting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you are in a yeah. state that's a little bit different than yours, like you might be part of the group that flips it. So what about you? Yeah, the end. Uh, I mean, I'll just keep it probably uh, election focused. And mine would really be, I think, if I think it would be have, try to have an open dialogue when it comes to issues and especially maybe in your community because i feel sometimes we get stuck in like our own echo chamber of ourselves or our relatively like people that agree with us so i think having conversations with a plethora of people to be able to understand to be able to uh, uh, sympathize and also just try to stay well informed i would say try to read as much as possible because i think i don't think people are born to be politicians i think they're they they go, they learn, they see that they're interested in like helping the community or just necessarily just making, trying to make something better. And then they lead to, I don't think anyone's born with it. It's like an acquired thing. So my thing would just be have conversations often and try to stay informed to the issues. All right. And now we have our recommendation segment. And I think we'll go in the same order if you want. And then say sure. something you recommend for people to read, uh, watch, sure. listen, do whatever. Um, I have I have not read this book yet, but I'm planning to begin reading it. Uh, my dad actually just got it two days ago. 
It's called You Have the Right to Remain Innocent by James Duane. And one of his law school buddies sent it to him, actually. And But this is, the guy who wrote it is not his friend. It's the guy who sent it to him. Anyway, um, he is a Harvard Law School grad and a current law school teacher at Regent, Regent Law School. And basically, I guess the book is pretty much about um, not perjuring yourself, pretty much. Um, you as a citizen, you should know your rights, but also understand that when you get into situations with police and with government, you always have an opportunity to be found guilty of something. So it's kind of just, I guess, giving the, the rules of the road for how to act when you're dealing with the uh, judicial system, the legal system in America. So that's the book that I'm going to read and you guys probably read too. And then if I have a song, I want to add a song too because I found this uh, this man from the Caucasus Mountains that's been uh, putting out some pretty good music that I was missing out on. And he'd be doing these, these uh, these language switches i was like oh oh okay okay um his name is french the kid born in france lives in england and the song i'm gonna give you guys is broke toys broke toys and yeah it was a really good song so check it out mine is gonna be subscribing to the newsletter from the council on foreign relations something that uh, I did about a month ago and, and I love it because they'll, they'll send you an email with like maybe like three to five minutes worth of reading on, on like any like the, the main news going on around the world anything it's, it's obviously focused towards international uh, issues but it, it's it's nice to just sit there like especially like if, if it's in the morning and like you're drinking coffee or something and you get to read up a little bit more about what's going on around the world that's why i remember what you were talking about when it came to stars i was like oh i read it in the in the email that i sent so yeah they also have a magazine that's, that's really good it comes out once every two months but that one you have to actually pay for so um, the email one is free Alright, for my recommendation, I have a book and I have a song. So for my book, kind of just been uh, just trying to read, trying to get a sense of rethinking of perspective. So what I what I read and what I would recommend to read, uh, if you're into this stuff, I, it's called the book. It's called The Triumph of Evil by Austin Murphy. It's basically reanalyzing the policies and the work of the USSR and the US uh, post like Cold War. So basically it takes a relook at how the USA conducted themselves in after the Cold War and have some of the things that they did were that were egregious, some of the things that they got correct, and just some of the it's mainly focused on like the morals and actions that followed the United States after Cold War and some of the things that we did that we don't talk about. It's kind of despicable. But and then for my song recommendation will be called Hold by Young Philly and Chunks. Go listen to that. That song is fire. It just came out today. Uh, it's like an Afro like vibe. Like bro, it's it's amazing. I love that song. But yeah, that would be my recommendation. Well, that's the end of the podcast for tonight. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you got 
all the way down to the end. Um, hope that we Shout could. <laughs> Shout out to Quesi. Uh, we hope that you you either learn something new from our conversation or you know you increase your interest in what's going on, and hopefully you remain optimistic about the events that are going to unfold within the next three weeks. See y'all in the next episode. Deuces. Thanks for listening.